Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Scar Phantom Wolf, how you doing? Kep Q, thank you. Wildstar, how is ya? Griffin is hanging out. Rent Susie is hanging out. Galvanox is hanging out. What's up, Piano Man? How you doing? Appreciate you guys so very much for being here. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. Let's kick off a Talking Trek server sound off. See who's hanging out all across the globe. As I have been told, Bubba Joe, that today, today the European players are digging the showtime. All right, so we got we got a lot of Europeans in the chat here today. Let's see if they represent themselves well in the Talking Trek server sound off. Spectre on server 11, Gherkin on European 184, Zandy's on server 12, Aquila Hawk on 21, Crazy on 24, Noon Whistle on 29, Silent Caliber on 36, Jim on the flagship server 15, Robin Likes Harley's on European 146, Andy Games on 53, Vic on 40, uh, Devil in the Belfry on 14, It's Hunter on 28. These are a lot of US servers here, Bubba Joe. Where, where, are, all, where are all my Europeans at? Piano Man on 11, Yagadia. Uh, wait, what? I don't even know what number that is. Oh, 76, I see it now. Uh, Aniko on, uh, there we go. European 136, Shadow Sheep on European 133. Voodoo Doctor on 32. Wild Boar on European 137. Thank you, Haggis on 16. Dark Menace on European 140. Haggis on 16, Kin Shadow on 74. Thank you. Uh, Ran Susie on server 27. Captain's Log on US 63. Delmeyer on US 21. Moopsie, moopsie. On European 130, thank you very much. Enterprise Actual on 13. Mudblood uh, hanging out in the chat. Doug on 38. Coldspeed on 74. Late Nighter on 21. Intimidator on 63. Star Ocean on European 133. Oh, there it is. Mudblood on 97. That's a brand new one, isn't it, Bubba? Is it 97, like, really new? I feel like that's... Uh, Pretty dang, pretty, pretty dang on new there. What's up, Bear Bottle? Yeah, 97, nice. Uh, 2002 UK on European 137. Thank you very much. Benny Hill on 42. Eyebrow on 24. Rensusi on 27. And the list goes on. One, whoa, 183 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys so very much. Appreciate that. Uh, currently sitting at 311 people in our live studio audience uh, across both platforms. Good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcoming in today um, on an abbreviated show with a, yes, Keymaster, another stream. Oh, my. Oh, I forgot to hit the button. Sorry. Uh, sorry, forgot to hit the button. There you go. <laughs> Hi. Oh, man, I forgot to turn on the lights and everything. Gosh, I am. Dude, I've I've got a, like, I forgot to turn on the lights. Oh, my gosh. Bubba, I've got Are a there cold. there too many buttons to hit now? There's a lot of buttons. Are you in the dark? There, I was. <laughs> I was in the dark, yes. There's a lot of buttons now, Bubba. There there are a lot of buttons. All right, there we go. Can you, can you see uh, the light now? I can. Uh, now I can see. Yes, I can see all the lights. They're blinding me now. Okay? Are there four lights? Uh, there are like five. 40 lights in here, okay? <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot of lights in here. Uh, welcome, in, everybody. Uh, appreciate that. I finally, Bubba Joe, got my first complaint about the simulcast, my very first one. Uh, they said, I prefer you to keep the medium separate. And I'm like, I know, but like literally hundreds of other people have said that they like the option. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. 
Yeah, Majority rules. Minority. Yeah. Uh, the the needs I, of the I many, think, right? The needs of the many. I, I, mm. So, so I think that the, I think that the thing that is going to be the the balancing act is making sure that there's not a lot of visual cues that you're asking people to kind of pay attention to. And I've been doing really, really, I've been doing really, really well at trying to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. I've been, I have been taking a very conscious effort not to say, Hey guys, look at this. Uh, Because I know you can't do that on podcast. If I, and we have in the past, if we've ever done that, we're like, Hey, check it out in the podcast room or in the graphics room. And I've been putting everything in the graphics room. As a matter of fact, I would even hazard a guess, Bubba Joe, that we've been using the graphics room more here lately because of the visual cues that we're giving. So it's actually giving players a little bit more supportive graphical information in the graphics room. That becomes even more important for you to join our Discord and uh, and be a part of that conversation as well. So uh, I, good. I do appreciate everybody. Thank you guys so very, very much. Uh, yeah, graphical information contained within the graphical uh, graphics room that contains graphics. All the graphics. All the, can, we, all the can, time. can we just put text in there instead? No! <laughs> no, that is not what that's for. Oh, hey, God. We can, but we can convert all sound the, clips. How about we convert all the images into ASCII art and just paste it? <laughs> and it's all text. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, that would be really funny. We make it Braille? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, we'll see if it works <laughs> on your computer monitor there. Uh, sure. Or on your, on your touch radio. touch your monitor. Yeah, listen. Uh, Regularly. <laughs> Yeah, just run your run your fingers over it. See if that works. Uh, all right, guys. I appreciate you guys uh, all being here. I really do appreciate the support for our new uh, simulcast product. I'm really glad that you guys are enjoying that. Bubba, our our podcast audience. Can you believe this? Our podcast audience has has increased by sixty percent. Now I know that that could be some overlap. I'm not naive to that fact, but but I don't think that people. Let me just ask real quick. Do people think that they are that they're listening on podcasts on, on replay. Now live, I can understand that the live numbers, you guys might be here. Okay. But on replay, you're not going to go listen to the podcast and watch it on Twitch and watch it on YouTube. Are you? Because it's the exact same thing. You're not going to do that. Right? So if I, the live numbers, notwithstanding Bubba Joe, if I go back and say, okay, there were 6,000 downloads of the podcast. There were another 3,000 VOD views on Twitch and another 1,100 on YouTube. Doesn't that mean that 10,000 people are, are, are roughly 10,000 people are watching the show? Right? It's facilitating to everybody in different formats, which is a great thing. And that's, that's how all ratings work. And that's how all radio ratings work. There they you go. Yeah. Quick. Time spent listening, man. TSL is a big deal. All right. Captain Bull, of course, is the only one who says, of course I am. I need your voice to fall asleep to. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I really do appreciate that. Um, feel free to listen more than once. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. So, yeah, if there were ten thousand total views, you know, listen, maybe maybe nine thousand of them, ninety five hundred of them are unique. Um, that is still like a significant, significant boost, man. I really do appreciate everybody. Thank you guys. So very, very much for all of the support throughout this year uh, with our, our product and our brand and and dealing with my personal life and things like that. I'll tell you, um, Bubba, even even today, can I just tell you, I'm rambling here a little bit at the beginning because I didn't actually write stupid news. I know that breaks your heart. I know that everybody is so upset. 
No, I did not write stupid news today. I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't do it, guys. I, I was so mad. He just left the stage. He's gone. I, Bubba, Bubba. Oh, Bubba's gone. Bubba! What happened? No, come back. He left in protest. He left. All right. I'll come up with something then here real quick. Hang on. Uh, Galvanox, sports. Galvanox says that the uh, opening title of the show is stupid news enough. All right. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Wow. Is it Bubba's birthday? Maybe. Okay. Uh, it is It is possible. There he is. He's back. He he did leave in protest. That's his gift. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bubba, what happened to you, buddy? Oh, what happened? Technical issues, man. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Hey, what's up, Eric? Uh, Eric, the red PS. Oh, you really enjoyed the legacy videos last night. Yeah, li- last night's live Twitch was actually a lot of fun. We watched a lot of legacy videos last night. So, uh, yeah, it, there's Who's no legacy s- videos. Did you watch? Uh, yours, <laughs> <laughs> yours, canine two minor. Uh, the expert minor. That's right, canine two. As a matter of fact, okay, okay. Since you guys are so curious and asking about it. Uh, I will put something special for you into the graphics room because while we were uh, watching this last night, Bubba Joe, uh, Jules Verne was hanging out in the background and capturing everybody's statistics. Dang on it. See, now that is not supposed to be happening. I turned the alerts off. Hang on. Let me hit that button. Sorry, guys. Um, I turned. uh, So anyway, Jules Verne was hanging out in the background and trying to go through and capture everybody's uh, everybody's statistics as we went along here, Bubba Joe. So uh, these were the five that we watched last night. Yes, indeed, Trader did get one. We watched Bubba Joe's, mine, Canine Tooth, and Wambulance, who might be one of the all-time greats when it comes to grinding in this game. So there you go. There is a quick little, uh, a quick little. Si- oh no, don't worry about it, Epi. That was my fault. I thought I, I thought I had those things turned off. Uh, so there is a quick little uh, side-by-side here of just a couple of people hanging out with us here today, Bubba Joe, all right, uh, that uh, we can see there if uh, how we stack up against one another. The legacy reels, and, and I would like to spend just a minute. I know we talked about this the other day. I know we did, but I would just like to take a second and say, yo, yo, man, yo, 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 back these things were so good. These things were so good, man. Um, I am just so pleased with the reaction that the community has has had. You know what I'm saying, Bubba? Like uh, people have been watching this nonstop. I see it all over social media. They've been talking about. There's memes. People have been making memes about it here in our chat. We've got some fantastic memes. I think I put some in the graphics room yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Here, like, okay, uh, we see a couple of these. Uh, I think Galvanox made this one. Uh, it's in the graphics room already. You were zero node in territory for 574 hours this year. Uh, <laughs> here was another one. You fell for 14 cash grabs and three outright scams. All right. <laughs> there were some really good ones in here. You skipped Bubba Joe, a whopping 87.9% of your territory defenses. Okay. Accurate. I, yeah. <laughs> there are some wonderful, wonderful community created statistics in here. And I think that that's phenomenal, right? I think it's so, so cool 
that uh, that people are actually enjoying this to the level at which they are. I think it's a lot of fun. So sure. um, I have you guys, I, I think if I am just reading the discords properly, this has been an overwhelming success, right? This has just been an overwhelming. I think there's no other way to describe it. Yeah, I'm so pleased to hear that. An overwhelming success from Scopely and specifically from digital content director Beck Likes Plants. I think uh, this, <laughs> the fact that she did this uh, just proves that, that they need someone driving that bus. They need someone directing that train, Bubba Joe, because this was probably one of the coolest things that Star Trek Fleet Command has ever released in five years. I'm glad that it corresponded with the five-year anniversary. I'd like to see stuff like this all the time. I'd like to I mean, this was good. You know, this was really, really good. So anyway, I, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on it again, but if you don't have your legacy reel, please go go through and check it out. All right, there's <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of stuff out there that you could get your hands on uh, and go through and check out your legacy reel stuff. So it's, uh, it's very, very cool. All right, Bubba Joe, the title of the show has some people worried, though, because last night on the, uh, on the, the stream, I decided to upgrade a couple of forbidden technologies, and I did break down after much concern all right. After much uh, debating back and forth, I did finally decide to go ahead and buy the whip. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks, Griffin. All right. Good. Uh, I did. I bought the whip and uh, it Crack is. That whip. Yeah, I got it. There you go. I bought it. I now own it. It is in my inventory. Okay. They got me, Star Ocean. God, they got me. All right. But you know what? Here's the thing. And this is kind of what I said last night. And Bubba, you and I have talked about this for years. When they develop a product that actually makes you feel good about buying it, there's nothing wrong with that. There's Correct. nothing wrong with that. That is the way that all monetization should be. I mean, I did that. This whip is good monetization. And that's just it. We've talked about that, Steve Zarif. If it has value to you, you shouldn't have to justify it. You shouldn't have to explain it. If it has value to you, then that is what determines your worth in purchasing a product. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing about like going to the grocery store or buying a new chair or, or buying a new microphone or a new camera, whatever. Okay. If it brings value to you, if it's something that you want to do, then that's what you feel motivated to do it. All right. Swagger says, so how does this differ from Tau? With Tau, I felt like I was purchasing the same mechanic twice. All right. I know I've said that a bunch before. I felt like I was buying the same thing twice. This is not that. Okay. This is buying an acceleration of that model. All right. It's buying a, celebra uh, uh, a celebration, an acceleration of the forbidden tech upgrade process all right and so not only that i kill you says but they if they have also improved q's favor all right they've improved q's favor to a point where it doesn't feel as bad to fail now it's still expensive to fail which is one thing that bubba joe and i debated on a little bit earlier today before the show see the ferengi whip opens up that refinery bubba joe that actually makes it so that at least with regards to protomatter, 
it is not painful to lose those resources anymore. That was one of the things we talked about at the very, very beginning of Forbidden Technology was that it was so painful to lose. It was so painful to lose. Like it would take you days, if not weeks, or a month to actually recoup the resources to try again. Now, my argument is they have not addressed that. They've not solved that when it comes to uh, the tear-up catalyst, okay? That is not fixed yet, in my opinion. However... Before you move away from that, what did you tell uh, Bubba and the class what your very first pull was from that whip refinery exactly? My first whip refinery pull, what was it, 27 or 37? Like 38,000. 26.8. Yeah, I thought it was 27. 20, so, yeah, 20, 27,000 protomatter. All right. Instead of 120 per a hostel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now Rain you says call it the miracle whip. Rain says five attempts, no proto matter. Uh, Galby says you got the lowest pro- possible proto matter pull. Y- yes, um, that was true. However, it is still only one chance, right? Like you. So I could have not gotten proto matter at all which is actually what happened on my next poll because I got bells, all right? Uh, I got bells on the next one. So I, I am going to pop this into the graphics room. This is now the Tier 3 uh, whip refinery, and I know there is probably a chart somewhere that already has all this stuff because I know Jules has been on it. But um, this is what mine now looks like at Tier 3. And... Um, my second poll and then my third poll last night uh, came with three epic fragments and then I got 81 bells out of my third poll. How did I get three pulls in one day? Because I used the tear up catalyst that I had accumulated to upgrade the Ferengi whip. I used the protomatter from the first pull to level this thing all the way, you know, in the middle of those levels. And uh, was able to get two tear-ups out of it. All right. Uh, Steven Zaren throws into the graphics room what we know about the Ferengi Energy Whip refinery here so far. All right. And uh, and it's not actually looking like it changes much <laughs> as you go up. It looks like the lottery chance changes, but most of the common chests stay the same, it looks like. All right. Uh, and that's DJ, uh, the, the the complete chart is in the lab. Oh, we've got a complete chart. Well, all right. Uh, let's see. Look at that. Look there. That's that's a completed chart. All right. I'll grab this one. I'll put it in the graphics room then. Um. So this is the the same chart all the way up. Then. All right. Looking good. Um. And again, looks like really just the lottery chance. Now I'm curious, Bubba Joe. If I take a look at tier six, seven, and eight of this whip six seven and eight the only thing that i see that changes are the number of fragments that i can get rare and epic this kind of reinforces what we talked about last night Griffin. Well, and is that significant yeah. is that significant to you bubba joe because well, i'll be these... honest the thing i want most out of this is the fragment the epic fragment really because the fragments that are that are here are going to be limited to whatever they decide 
to put into the refinery. This is not an epic fragment for just any forbidden technology. It's going to be the forbidden technologies that they have deemed appropriate enough to put into the forbidden tech refinery. It's not free well, range. And I only have I only have one in there right now. I only have one that's in my refinery right now. The others I all have. But there are multiples that I have not purchased. And I'm this is a method to trying to get those. And I'm okay with that method. Right. You're you right. Really Six, seven and eight, the there's not much difference. Except you also drop the chance of the lowest tier protomatter and the lowest tier bells, and that chance is replaced by these very high end, rare and epic fragment pulls. So well, you know, they are I He's doubt they're, I nine. doubt they're, re, I doubt until they're, nine. yeah, I doubt they're replaced by the same equal odds too, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> they're probably yeah, not that's something we cannot see. So you should be careful saying those are replaced. Yeah. That, it's at the same. Certainly not. Now the, the, not something we the options may be different, but the odds may not necessarily replace the percentage odds of you getting one of those lower claims. Now I will say, yeah, for sure. If I have five chances at proto matter, you know, I'd rather have three where the minimum is 83. But again, I remind you that it's not one from each category. It's one role from all across the entire chart as well. So that is something that that we've got to go uh, and, and be aware of as well. That being said, Bubba Joe, you and I were talking about this briefly before the show. And it is a little bit interesting because you kind of flipped my words back on me. You, I, I said, listen, the refinery is great for the whip. Uh, I bought the whip because I find value in it. I think it's going to help me progress through the upgrading of, or the leveling rather of my forbidden technologies, but I still have a problem with tear up catalyst. And you came back and said, DJ, apply the same logic. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? You said, how many tear up catalysts are you actually pulling in a day? 878. You're pulling 878 a day. Now, I'm going to say, what? How are you getting 878 a day? I know how he's getting 878 a day. He spent $150, $50 each for three of those rare forbidden technologies that opened additional refineries so that you're getting more tear-up pulls per day, correct? Correct. Now, why is it different? Why is what Bubba Joe is doing different than what I did last night? You're getting a double benefit, I guess, in a sense, if you look at it that way from the um, from the whip, because you're increasing your latinum mining as well as your extra refinery okay well i mean i, I mean, could get behind that but i mean i i don't know that these are a huge benefit but i think they have helped me defeat use trials so i mean i think that they're not right. terrible so okay. they are serving a double purpose okay yeah I, I think would that, argue it's the same dang thing. The oh, the Griffin! Is the same thing. Griffin knew where I was leading there. I don't. In hindsight, Bubba, I don't think it's any different at all. I was giving you grief, and I did the same thing. You know what's the different? It, it, it's the perception of it. It's the feeling of it. Mm. You had to spend 150 to do yours. I only had to spend 50 to do mine. And it does lend us back to the conversation of affordability in this game for me if if the whip had cost 150 dollars, i would have passed on it 
But because it was $50, I felt better about it. Is that well, is that a psychological thing? But you don't have to spend $150 to get the benefit. You can spend $50 and start getting a benefit, and then you can either spend $50 more and get, more get another one, or, or utilize the Ferengi Whip, which I think we all agree is the best way to uh, acquire and advance the rest of your technology, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping in another month or so that these Q's trial forbidden technologies will make their way to the refinery. Now, again, this is not a regular thing. I've done, I think, four or five refines of the, actually not a little more than that, maybe five or six of the, of the, uh, of the whip, those refines. Mm-hmm. I, I have pulled like one pull of epics a couple of times of rare. So you're not always going to get that. So I right. think even if you were to put that in the store tomorrow, it's not like everyone's going to unlock those cues trials right away. And again, we're still talking about something that is, you have to start with the whip, right? Okay, well, what are the people that aren't going to spend are going to do? I don't know. But I think that the whip combined with the cues trials, forbidden technology, are methods to expanding the rest of your forbidden technology. They are the engine which drives performance. I agree. If we were looking at this in sequential order, I, I think Bubba landed on something very, very important there. And real quick, just to address a question from the chat, uh, Vengeance, it's you. So the proto matter and the bells will come in once all the uncommons are unlocked. Okay. Once all the uncommons are unlocked, then the uncommon shards are replaced with bells and proto matter. I am curious, Bubba Joe if there's a similar mechanic in there for rares and epics, but I don't know of anybody that owns every single one. So I'm not entirely sure. That could also uh, beg the question, will they allow you to continue earning rare and epic shards if you do have them all to be used in the future? And maybe this indicates that they will no longer be releasing any more uncommons. I don't know what that means at this time. Uh, it is a question that that would be interesting to ask. Um, but at this point, Papa Joe, I don't know. Do, do we know anybody who has every rare unlocked and what happened to their whip refinery? Uh, I do not know anyone that has every rare um, unlocked. <laughs> Hammer says, uh, yeah, we don't know, DJ, and neither do they. That's, <laughs> that's certainly possible. That's very, you, uh, very, very possible. Do you need me to go spend $50? Wait a second. You have You're every only one rare? Away? You're only one I'm only away. one away from having all the rares. The answer is yes. For science. Yeah. I mean, what? 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 For, it, actually, what? that's not true. Hang on. That's not going to be true because the rares that are exclusive to the territory track, uh, I won't have either. Oh. So I won't be able to do that. So okay, I can't do yeah. it. For, I can't do it for science. No, nope, can't, so. can't do it. Bubba, Bubba Joe spent too much this month. He can't do that last 50 bucks, guys. Sorry. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I know. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. He's like, listen, I would do it. I'd spend a hundred dollars to get it now. But that you're right. What we need to find is what happens to this refinery. We already know about the uncommons. What gets cycled in if somebody has all the rares? And and I got to be honest with you, the whip would would. First of all, I think it has a ton of value, but. Let's say the rare shards were replaced by tear up catalysts. It would it be hope. would it be a knockout I, lights out purchase? I mean, this you'd have to you just have to. I 
I yes, but I don't think that's like I agree. I think what happens is is that they just pull the rares and but I don't even think they're doing that because I think that they see a the potential for rares and epics moving forward. Yes. And not uncommon. And, and I think that's what's happening. I agree. Now I will kind of point out too, and I have started hearing whispers about this a little bit. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, you should probably not be dismissing your acquisition of fusion rods. Okay. As uh, Bubba Joe is right about something, he's got a he, he kind of spoke about an early prediction right here and said that there's going to be more of these. And I agree. There's going to be more, especially now that they have laid down the groundwork for sourcing. We don't know anything for certain yet, Bubba Joe, but they have demonstrated the early steps of a pattern, right? I mean, we need to see it a couple more months before we can actually say that it's a pattern. But what they're doing right here with sourcing, adding the the you know, the things, it makes a little bit of sense, right? The way that they've added a couple of the, tra- uh, the technologies to the refinery. Now they've got a paid method to fast track the acquisition of those uh, pieces of forbidden technology, which only tells me one thing with two possible outcomes, I suppose, is that they are going to release, maybe slow, we don't know when, a free-to-play path towards acquisition of these shards, either through a new loop or they're going to source the Ferengi whip and allow that to be the primary sourcing for new acquisition moving forward, aside from the pay model. If that's the case, Bubba Joe, let's fast forward a year when there's 10 new forbidden technologies in the game, it is going to get to a point where we are indeed going to need to be swapping these things out almost like crew on a very regular basis. How do you feel hearing that, seeing the pattern laid out in front of you? Are you concerned or have you started to reprioritize your acquisition of fusion rods? So you always have the best timing to come to me right as I'm taking a bite of my sandwich. <laughs> what kind um, of sandwich are you eating? Because I'm starving right now. Oh, uh, uh, it's just a PB and J. Oh, that sounds so good, man. God. It sounds delicious, actually. <laughs> I want a PB and J. All right. So I think that the fusion rods are going to be something, but I think it's an easier problem to address. Um they can address it similar to how they've tried to address tear up catalysts. They can add them to the whip. They can create a new refinery from something else that's going to help with that. But if you end up getting stuck with just, you know, your best forbidden tech, your best general use forbidden technology, it's not the end of the world, right? Because there's still some benefits. Even the PVP ones provide some benefit all the time and then specific benefits when you're PVP. So I think that, Yes, you're going to want to get to a state where you can swap your forbidden technologies in and out. I have never stopped pulling the fusion rods. I am down. I'm only pulling one chest a day, but I've never stopped pulling them. And I think that it's just going to be uh, that you're going to need to have some so that when a new ship comes out or a specialty ship or you go up an ops and you're going to want to unlock that slot on your new ship. I think you're just going to have to have a balance of them and then 
you know, when you need to prioritize that over something else, you'll do triple pulls instead of single pulls. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, I can do uh, a single pull and my tear up catalysts that I want to do uh, based on the the double daily. So the two dailies that you can do, which is five Q's trials. Um, and I'm easily able to keep that many Q's trials bells now with the whip the daily pull yeah. and the whip and the battle pass. Like even before the whip came out, like the battle pass giving you, you know, this, this infusion of, you know, 50 or a hundred or 200 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are bells to be had. So I've been able to keep that pace pretty consistently. And I have no doubt that I'll be able to keep it even more consistently with the whip. So um, I think that the, you're right. It's it's some of it's going to be choice. Some of it's going to be prioritizing what is important today, or what is going to be important tomorrow, and looking ahead at your progression. But I think that the fusion rods are going to be one of those things you're looking at, going, man, I cannot just have enough of these because I'm constantly wanting to swap out of my PvP for the PVE for Agamus or whoever. So I think that uh, there's going to be this this hopefully there's going to continue to be this specialty of forbidden technology that comes out that is like, okay, well, this is the forbidden technology I want to use for this. And then this is the forbidden technology I want to use for this. And then so on and so forth. And I think if we, if, if they do that, then yes, the, the fusion rods are going to be kind of a potentially a pain point, depending on how much you want to try and swap in and out. But I think that there's, there's growth room there. Okay. Uh, looking at the chat, I do see that a lot of people are kind of agreeing with you, uh, to be perfectly honest, the, uh, how many people using the battle pass and and let's pretend that you don't have the whip. All right. So let me just ask for non whip owners so far. Okay. If you do not own the whip, how many days a week are you doing the five bell daily? Cause I'm probably still doing it two to three days a week. And now with the whip, it's probably going to be almost every day. Almost, I would say. Uh, Voltron says, I feel like I can do it pretty much every day. Now, guys, mathematically, mathematically, those of you guys who are saying zero, that's not mathematically possible. Okay? If you're doing zero ever of the double daily, then you're doing it wrong. You're missing it something, somehow. Okay? Because you actually get 80 a day so I guess in theory, mathematically, Bubba Joe, one out of every five days, you should be doing the double daily, right? Uh, no. One out of every 10 days. That's right, because it's five extra and it costs 50 extra. So one out of every 10 right. days, you'd be doing the double. And that's assuming that there's nothing that comes in events or battle pass. So thank right. you, Shaitan. You're right. Uh, I was thinking about that backwards. Bubba Joe had it, had it correct as well. So once out of every 10 days. Now, do you think that with this pull of the whip, and again, I, I, for the record, I'm not necessarily trying to like be all kinds of recommending spendy. I, I want to break down what this has done to fundamentally change the concept of forbidden technology. For a free-to-play, it is still not good. As a matter of fact, I'd argue that the state of of free-to-play's acquisition or engagement with forbidden technology has changed none for free-to-play, all right? I don't think that it's changed at all, with the exception of Q's favor, okay? That was a nice improvement, but it's doing nothing 
to speed up the time and acquisition of the materials needed, right? Can we all agree on that? Yeah, I, I think what it's doing, though, is instead of going two months or three months or whatever it is to get enough to save up enough of these resources to be able to do an attempt, it's instead of to have this low percent chance of attempting, you now have a legitimate chance, a likely chance of upgrading. Okay. And I would acknowledge that. Um, but it, so you're, you're saying that at least you've got more of a guarantee that you're not going to lose your materials. Does that solve the problem when we're still talking about 43 days for a free to play to get an opportunity to tear up a forbidden technology? Hmm? Well, I remember back when G4 launched, which again was not yesterday, that it took me 60 days of refinery and event rewards to get the event, to get the materials needed for a single building. Now, I'm not saying that's good, yeah, but it's not unprecedented. And... I really do think it's going to get better. Like if they do. So here's the thing. If they put the whip, which I think the whip is at least three to six months out of being put into the refinery. You can get the whip through the particles that are in the Q's trials, right? You can do that today if they put it there because you can already get, you can already unlock uh, at rares today, just without, without doing anything special. You can get rares through the rewards and Q's trials. Mm-hmm. And so if they put the whip in there, then that helps you get your other acquisitions. If they put the Q's trials ones in there, that also helps you with your cheer up. And that's all free to play, right? Now, purchasing them, tearing them up now, obviously helps you go faster. But I think that if they do this on a regular schedule, I think it is going to be a path that free to play are going to be, be able to use, but it's not going to be today. Do you and really, I think that the percentages is the big thing that had to be fixed. I don't dis I don't I don't disagree that that had to be fixed. I think I do disagree that this whip is not available for six months. I feel like it's got to be faster than that. I mean, I, I get it. We paid for it, right? So premium access, and I've said that before. Uh, I do believe in premium access, but this is one of those that, truthfully, shouldn't have been sold. You know, we Ripper used. To, we're talking about this last night. You were fussy at me last night because I was actually thinking about buying the Disco Prime, and you said it's not about the utility that it's providing. You said this type of improvement should not be sold. Okay, so you're asking two different questions. Well, I'm kind of reflect re rephrasing the Disco Prime back to what the Ferengi Whip is. The Ferengi Whip, I feel, is the improvement that Forbidden Technology should have had from its design phase and shouldn't be charging players to fix their broken game design. It's a quality of life improvement, not, not something... Uh, so well, I don't even think... I, I don't think I, I no, refer to it as quality of life either. I think it just actually makes the feature work in the game in a reasonable way. 
Well, let me. Um, here's my here's my opinion on that one. It should have been kind of both, right? So you get like a baseline, and then you can buy the whip, and you get an improvement on top of that baseline. Okay, fair. But the fact that the fix for at least one part of forbidden technology is in fact paywalled, I don't think that that can go very long, Bubba Joe. How old is forbidden technology now? Um, six months, four already? months, four, four months? months, four. It just seems a lot longer. It does because it's been such a crap feature. <laughs> now they're actually taking steps towards making it okay, but they're paywalling the fix. And this is what we get so angry about, Bubba. So, okay. So what you, what you initially asked me was, are free-to-play going to be able to access this and be able to advance in forbidden technology? And the answer to that is, I think, eventually, yes. Okay. If you're asking me if this is a quality-of-life improvement, a necessity that should have been free, freely available, my answer to that is also yes. Oh, I was, okay. getting, I was getting ready to hit the button, Bubba. <laughs> I was, buddy, my finger was on it. <laughs> he was hovering. I was. So Woo. this is, this is, now I think that this is different than the, the, uh, the, the disco, right? The disco was, you know what? We just forgot to put in Lorca. So now we're going to make you pay so that you can have access to Lorca. I and, was referring to the warp range, the disco warp range prime. They just launched this month. Oh, well, don't get me started on those. I listened to hey, your hey. evaluation of those and I, you know, we can, we can go a couple of rounds on that. I, uh, there are <laughs> I have, I have opinions and I said it shouldn't, it should not be the way it is currently designed and it should not be pay only. I agree with that. I agree with so, that. Now, I, I said that it provides me value, so I would likely maybe think about engaging with it. But truthfully, it falls into the same category as this whip. That should not be. I can see an excuse for selling it. All right. But then later it needs to be available. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so, it, it comes back so, to everything in this game should okay, be grindable so after so a certain period of time. This. So you're talking about the Disco Prime. You think it should be freely available? Not yeah. not this one. Not immediately. And yes, I do think it should in, be. Av- in yes. three months, six months, you think the Disco Prime should be freely available? I think it should be grindable. Yes. Okay, we are going to be diametrically opposed on this because I don't think the Disco Prime should have been released. Uh, see, we, we did talk about this, didn't we, Ripper? Bubba... Mm-hmm. Bubba is one of the VIPs who is angry now that a younger player can invade his space because he has spent and a great I, deal of I money think, to get I, I away. Think I've, from- made, I've made my position very clear on this, and I think the way it is currently designed, that Prime, is bad. Yes. So, so but let's talk about the other two Primes, right? So we're just going to, we are going to disagree. There's nothing you're going to say that's going to convince me, nothing I'm going to say that's convince you. I don't think that Prime should exist at all. So no, it should never be available free to play. <laughs> Real quick, before, before we go to the other two Primes, just tell people okay. why. Because there is an imbalance that happens when having access to high warp, whether it is you are throwing lesser miners on nodes and taking up nodes, whether it is 
you have access to hitting level 50 and 60 hostels that other players cannot. And let's not kid ourselves. G6 is coming, and I will bet you, I'll bet you a pack, DJ, that this change to the disco is going to allow Ops 50 players into G6 space, which is not the way it's supposed to be because now they're going to be able to have an advantage over, over Ops 50 players that don't have this, can't get to that space, and can't compete in events that require you to hit hostels. Are you saying or Ops grind 50 rep. or Ops 60? 50. Why would an Ops 50 need to go and hit 62 or 61 level hostels? Because it keep them going there. Because <laughs> there is scaling. There is scaling in events for getting different levels of hostels, and they will have advantages over 50s that cannot get there. This is a bad mechanic to allow Baba. lower ops players to higher ops space. It's the same reason that they've had to change and would change again if they thought they could get away with it. The the hostels in the homeworld systems. Okay. Yeah, but even in G5, those hostels scale pretty significantly. As a level 50, I could not go and kill anything beyond maybe a 52 or a 53. I think you would be surprised with all the changes that they've released in the game, well, how high you could hit if you could get there. If I can get there. Okay. That is very true. Also, yeah. so hang on. So so that I it is it is a bad game mechanic in addition to the I don't like people parking miners, you know, with where I have to then either violate row or otherwise, you know, they're parking small miners on these gigantic nodes. And you can't get rid of them because they're never over cargo and they're never zero. So I, this is just bad game design to allow this to happen. We are always going to disagree that there should be a way to cheat this. Disco had a limited run. Why don't we get a uh, why don't we get brand new nodes for mining data, DJ? <laughs> why don't we have level 50 hostels for the Stella? Because the content's over. Ships. Ships can have a limited life. You do not have to continue to babysit disco people. If you want to have a new disco that starts at Ops 60 and can reach the deep, deep whoa, space systems, whoa, fine. Are, whoa. Are you seriously right now advocating for the launch of Disco A? I'm suggesting that if you want to have a ship that reach deep, deep space that it should be limited to the ops players that can reach deep, deep space. A new ship would do that. So why not just do a research that is ops locked? Yeah. Heck, do, do token lock systems like they did for G4 in the beginning. You couldn't even get to G4 until you got that mission at ops 39. You know, so, or it might have even been ops 40. I don't remember. How about we just no, mission gate? Was 38. Okay, fine. Even 38 is fine. If you take G6 space and you gate it to Ops 58 plus through a core mission, so be it. So be it. That, that might be the better way to do all of this. Don't let me not experience the game in a better way with my disco because it eliminates warp time. And let's not pretend that disco juice isn't pretty much available because of event stores. All right. So the fact that I see rain says they've already released disco. A and it cost $150. That's because of the two primes he's joking about or being serious about, but 
I don't want to. I, I the I agree with Ripper that this should be available to everybody because the current generation in the game can't use that content. Well, it G5, should not be just a two-level thing, though. Agreed, agreed. But like right now, I would love to be able to use my discovery in G5 space, but I cannot. Okay? Now, I could if I spend $150 on it. But I would like to be able to use Black Alert in G5 space. Now, if you don't want to give me access to G6 space, so be it. All right? I'm completely fine with that. You don't have to give me access to G5 space. Hang on, buddy. All right, Oliver's coming in. He's not wearing clothes. <laughs> I, heard the, <laughs> I heard the door. Dude, I had a camera on, you silly goose. You're not wearing pants. I knew he wasn't wearing pants, Bubba Joe, because he hasn't worn pants all day long. That's the first rule of the studio, no pants. I know. It's the first rule. Of the yeah, but it's a little bit chilly out here for no pants. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's a little bit cold. You've been wearing blankets all day. All right. Fair enough. Um, so, so coming back to that point, Bubba, I really do feel like my disco, as it stands now, should have scaled to allow me usage in G5. However, I do agree within a certain realm of limitations that no, a 50 should not be flying to 62 space. I am good so, with that. I agree with you there. So then why don't we have a level 50 space for the Stella? Why don't we have uh, nodes that are much larger for the Botany Bay? Why because can't we do those of it? No, no. There's no reason. Yes, there is. The no, there's not. content, that material is not relevant to you. Black Alert is relevant because of what it does. Its utility no. makes it relevant to anybody. It's because those features had a limited life. Those features had a very specific limited life. And the Disco does too, and they keep wanting to extend it. If they're going to extend it, then they have to extend everything. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Then you better be sitting down. I will not. I am standing, sir. All right. I totally disagree with that. Because if they could come back and make exchange relevant to you, you would do it. The thing is, is that your generation didn't exist when when uh, Exchange came out, so there wasn't anything to design for it. All right? They weren't going to design level 60 hostels when level 50 was the highest point in the game. And, and if they scaled Exchange, if they scaled Exchange to have something of, of value to you, then I would expect you to go back and, and participate with it. The Disco is still valuable to me then why did it need more range because they haven't kept up with the content that brings me value no you said it has value then it doesn't need more range its utility has value the the jump the free warp you just said it doesn't need more range you said it's i did fine. not say it doesn't need more range i said it provides a valuable service Come on, Bubba. It provides are you a valuable me, service are you telling to me, a specific range of content. Are you Stop it. Are you telling me right here and now that you do not 
want black alert capabilities. No, I do not. I feel like that is a massive turnaround from where you used to be. Black alert was a useful feature. It was a useful feature for expanding from G3 into G4. Okay. It allowed players to skip the G4 minors. That was its primary purpose. Okay. I don't think that was the primary purpose. That's what players made it. All right. But Scopely was not. I don't think Scopely planned on that. Well, if they didn't plan on it, then they should have made the G4 miners better. This ship was a nice bridge ship to go from G3 into G4. It has a very useful amount of capability of being able to bridge that for players that want to get into G4 space. They've got to they've got to start mining G4 because they've got that rep at a certain level. This is a very useful ship for a very specific thing. There is no reason that it needed to expand beyond that. It can have a limited life. Oh, man. See, that is just an ability that I don't like the idea of giving up. Now, I already have because I can't use it right now, right? And so, therefore, and I see what Wham has said, and I see what uh, your mom has said, that it does provide additional benefit to the superhighways, okay? So, I can get on board with that, but Bubba... Maybe, and I, I don't know, maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe this Ripper is is going to come back and, and bite me a little bit because I've kind of always made fun of people a little bit for prioritizing warp speed. But to use a super highway, for me to go to a level 56 system now, still takes six minutes. And I've got all four super highways unlocked. And it still takes six minutes. Now, Am I being elitist, guys? Am I being spoiled because I don't want to warp for six minutes when I haven't warped anywhere for the last two years? I don't think so at all. And If only there was a ship that could take you there instantly. Right, Mark? I mean, yeah, I haven't warped anywhere in two years. Well, I always really enjoyed getting more warp speed. I know, but but now... Maybe I should go back and prioritize it because now for me to get to a level 57 system over in Klingon space, it takes six minutes. And I've got all the superhighways unlocked. Every single one. I remember when we had to warp 20 minutes, but you know. I'm with Wham. (laughs) I've got a sub three minute warp time to get to 60. Yeah, well, even three minutes is too too long. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Baba, you have said that you three hated waiting around. Been... Blue Mandalorian has said that he hates I hated waiting, waiting around. around when it was the amount of time that I had to play in my game before I had to put my phone down, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and the warp time was 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, that annoyed the heck out of me. I oh, totally get that. Okay. We're talking about three minutes. I'm and talking about you a lot six. longer than that. It's taking you longer than that, then you need to work on your research. Isn't that the theme of the last podcast? If it's taking you too long to mine, you need to go work on your research. I hate you so much. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm behind on research, apparently. I did tell the story last night, Bubba Joe, about how you said that you were within 50 research nodes of being completely done with every material-based research in the game. Like, (laughs) What? 
All right. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I just closed out um all but a like I think I'm done under 10 nodes that are, you know, impossible level in the starbase. You know, they're like have this module at level 30 and I'm like, yeah, that's never happened. Yeah. Galvi, no, Bubba's not about to win STFC. As soon as he finishes that last research, they're hitting the go live button. All right. <laughs> How are you not an avid researcher instead of an expert miner then? Be oh. Because he's mined 17 gajillion resources in this game. All right. That was the same question I asked uh, about Wham last night. Wham got PvP fighter, but he's got north of a million hostiles killed. How how many people did he have to kill to get that when he's killed a million hostiles and he still got PvP fighter? Okay. That's right. You heard it, Sal. Bubba Joe is holding back G6. All right. <laughs> yes. I made a fence. That is very cool. He just made a fence out of my cable organization Velcros. So now they're not organized anymore. Thank you. Why do you even own cable organizers? We know you don't organize cables. Bull Griffin, you watched for 11 hours one day while I completely organized this studio. It looks great. What did you, you throw just the cables into a heaps of nothing? What did you just do, Oliver? Don't press buttons. You 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 just pressed a button. You can't don't press buttons, man. Sorry. I, I didn't press a button. I, you did press a button. I, I may have accidentally did. You did accidentally. He just erased the show. <laughs> he did. Wait, is it still still recording? Let me just double check. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right. The segment of the segment of players I would like to advocate for very briefly for this whole disco kerfuffle is that there is a segment of players, and I remember being in it, that did use the the disco and their juice to get their G4 ships to Orgmatas and other places that their warp range would yeah. not. What about get solos? To. What about and solos, because of man? That, we were able to progress quicker, more quickly uh, on those solo Amadas. And I think people have the right to, you know, punch up and do that with this disco juice. And that certainly takes you beyond the argument of it's only a G3 uh, red, readily usable ship, right? Yeah, Bubba. What about that? What about solos or these new G5 Armadas? Should people be allowed to disco there? The disco was a lifesaver when it came to Armadas. And it still is to this day. So I agree that the people that want to go get disco range, they are going to get a massive benefit from being able to go and punch way up in terms of uh, a solo Armadas. I totally get that. That's bad for Scopely, not bad for the players. So perfect. I can spend my 150. Everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fiery right here. I am actually I, Bubba. For the record, I knew that we would disagree on the disc, on the Disco Prime. I get that. I I am surprised at at your outlook on on Disco at at all. Like I I would have figured that you would have wanted that to be gated for for you know, or scaled better. Like instead of a two level prime, let's make it a research that actually expands the disco warp range to that ops levels, appropriate warp range and make it into a research. I don't know. Kind of like they did last time. They, they did this once already. They made it relevant for G4 and arguably Ripper. They did it the right way. So why is, well, we know why they're doing it this way this time. But why would you be opposed to them doing it the right way this time? It sounds to me like you don't want disco capabilities in G6 at all. 
I do not want disco capabilities in G6 at all. And tell me why. If it's ops, I, I don't think I've gotten that answer yet. If it's if it's ops appropriate, why don't you like it? Because specialty ships have a life, and they should have that life, and they should die, right? There's no reason to continue to expand. Give me content that begins, has a middle, and ends, and let me be happy with that. I agree, Demolition Dude. Bubba's dark today. <laughs> He's being real dark today. I have a question for Bubba. Please go ahead. Um, would you would you have rather seen this happen as like a disco A and a and a new ship that that kind of did the same thing but but has a better range, you know, to to bring that in to to end the disco and then to start a new a new one. So if you're asking me if I want a disco A, the answer is no. But if they're going to make a disco A that has that is exclusively G6 content, then fine. I will use it because I will be able to utilize it. But if you're asking me if that's what I want, the answer is no. I, I don't want to beat this horse because obviously Bubba Joe has his opinion. He already said I wasn't going to change his mind, but a lot of you guys are disagreeing. Now, I don't mind being in the doghouse sometimes, but I'm not going to try to throw Bubba Joe into the doghouse today. Sanzo says, is this mirror universe, Bubba? Uh, <laughs> but let me ask this question, all right? And and I hear what you're saying from a, from a game design narrative. I hear you, okay? Um, but what about our wants and needs, right? Like, Disco is a massive time saver. We talk about screen time. We talk about time spent in the game. This black alert is a convenience, a massive convenience at instant warp and, and getting to the places we want to be without, like I said, having to wait on warp time. Why, why from a utility standpoint, would you want to take that away from the community? That seems like a reverse quality of life. Yeah, it's upgrade. like a warm hug. I am not taking anything away from G3 and G4 players. I'm not asking them to roll back the disco to what it was when it launched. I'm not asking them to disable the research they've already put in the game. I'm not taking anything away. I'm just saying it should not be expanded upon. This, this far and no farther. Correct. Do, okay. Okay. That, that mm. makes a little bit more sense. I still don't agree with it. Do you think at this point it goes no farther? Like, do you, do you think that G5 should have use of disco like should i be able to use disco or or am i done now i think you're done you're not going to be because there are people that continue to ask for it despite players like me even though there are people in the chat that disagree with me there are people in the vip discords that disagree with me there are a lot of people in the vip discords that do agree with me um but it is a contentious issue, and there are enough people that are like, I want to reach this space for X, Y, Z reason. And contrary to popular belief, Scopely does listen to that, and I think that Scopely is going to continue to listen to players like you on this issue and not players like me and are going to continue to roll out range extensions for this ship that is four years old. All right. I... Okay. I think Ripper had it right too um, when he said that it should be uh, tied. That the, the the way that the prime is now should shouldn't be. 
Agreed. Um, I, I think we could all agree that Prime was not the right way to make this work. Okay, yeah, it should I, have I think been we tied to it should have been tied to ops, and and the improvements are 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 necessary. They they the, the warp range on the disco does need to be does need to happen, but it needs to be tied to to ops so that you don't have that fundamental imbalance. All right, uh, Ripper. Let me ask you because you've been a little quiet here over the last couple of minutes. Uh, let me mm -hmm. ask you, and and now that I've got Oliver's naked body covered up, we can turn uh, can turn the camera back on. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> yeah, there he is. The piece like a Don't come out from the blanket. I just covered your your boobies. <laughs> no, I covered your boobies, so don't come out of there. He made an arrow out of my cable management ties. Okay, um, Ripper, let me ask you. All right, shush. Hey, I'm talking. Shush. Ripper, you've yes. heard me. We've had a conversation last night. You hear Mark. You hear, you see the chat. You've heard Bubba now. What is your opinion on the life cycle of discovery? I don't I don't think there needs to be a limit on on the discovery honestly. I mean you would why? like to continue using its utility throughout G5 and G6. I don't see a reason why that shouldn't be the case. And if we if we're talking about okay, let's just make it disco A honest no, just make it a research. That's fine. What's the problem? What's the difference? Make it refit something. I don't know. Okay. Disco A refit, refit would, would be, be fine, I guess. I mean, they did. They They'd did still sell it. Discovery in the show. Yeah, but they would you still know? sell that. I mean, at that point, you might as well have a prime if they're going to sell it. All right. Well, no, they can throw uh, it. They can throw it in there. With why, the, why, uh, why do they? They don't have to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I can put it in the Malcolm refinery with the other refits. All right, so so DJ, instead of selling it, they're going to put it behind a special token that they give you three of a week, and it takes a thousand of them to do it. <sighs> Sounds familiar. They already have shipskin shard, tra shard trackers. Oh gosh, I mean, I mean, it's. it's Bubba, I mean, do you feel? Yes, like I, I understand the laughing. Scopely is very deep in the in the. We have to monetize everything. Uh -huh. Needlessly train lately. Um, it's gonna get worse, by the way. Um, <laughs> stop. Uh, I also. What do you mean stop? I still hate everybody who made a meme out of my ugly face yesterday or the day before, whenever it was. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. The, the thing is that that. You know, mobile gaming is in decline. That is a fact. It's maybe because we feel clubbed over the face every no, day. No, I or mean week. the overall mobile gaming market is in decline. I know, I know. Um, because we are we are post COVID now. That is just yeah. the, the the reality of the situation. <laughs> the 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 times of we just <laughs> make money by just existing. Uh, slowly coming to an end all right i get that and that's a little bit farther off the beaten path that i that i want to get to right now but um i do understand this is a polarizing topic and crazy enough but not even one that i had planned on getting in today so i'm glad it just happened um those are the best kinds of conversations especially ones that end up with you in the doghouse and not me all right, but, uh, <laughs> but in fairness, I I landed in the doghouse the other day with with regards to Gold Rush. People did not. I got a lot of messages on that. Very few were in support of my position, dude. There was one guy. Guys, go watch uh, or go look at the simulcast on YouTube. There is a guy who wrote 
he probably wrote 20 comments, Bubba Joe. Like, you could tell he was listening to the whole thing, which I do appreciate, right? He, he obviously was listening to, to a large chunk of it because he kept writing more and more and more comments. Probably wrote like 20 comments just telling me how dumb I was. <laughs> right? Just tell me how stupid everything that I said was. Uh, so, uh, and Stewie and I continued to even joke about that uh, earlier this morning. Uh, Stewie and I had a, had a friendly little conversation about Gold Rush. So, uh, but anyway, no, I, uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you guys uh, for entertaining the conversation. That is really interesting. And I'm curious to see what the rest of the community is going to think or feel about this i personally want to continue to use my disco i see this i see that is awesome subscribe. oh my god he made a subscribe button can you can somebody screen hold on hold that right there hold that right there i'm gonna screen grab that and put it into the graphics room for our podcast audience literally oliver just made his brand spanking own homemade subscribe button <laughs> is that not the cutest thing in the world oh god that is so funny all right guys we we do need to actually take a break uh when we come back bubba joe there was some there was something else we wanted to do what was it i don't even remember now you wanted to talk about the other other primes you want to talk about the other primes i'll probably agree with you well i don't know what do you like them just give you the teaser <laughs> oh my break. god he like what what? Wait a second. You're going to be against the Disco Prime, but you're going to be okay with the open my door and come right on in Prime? What? what I said. I laughed at you and said we should take a break. All right. We've got to take a break. When we come back, everybody, Bubba Joe is going to tell you why you should buy the get into your base free card prime okay uh, <laughs> we're gonna do that on the other side of the break my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast we will return after a word from these sponsors don't go anywhere this portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events or just to keep yourself conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or visit crazybunch.org for more information. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Slam Fist Diet Shakes. Give us a week and we'll take off the weight or we break your jaw. Daddy, what's this? Oh, this is called a DVD. What's a DVD? A DVD, you know, it's what you watch movies on. It looks like one of the coasters that Mommy puts her adult drinks on. Uh, yeah, well, I can assure you that there's a movie on here. Let's see. Yikes. Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. Not much of a movie, actually. 
Can we watch it? Well, no. We need a DVD player. Where do we get one of those? eBay, garage sale, probably a junkyard. Why are there so many in the basement? Well, we used to collect them. But based on Jack and Jill, we made some pretty bad decisions. So what can we use them for now? You know what? I like your coaster idea. It's the perfect size for my Oktoberfest stein. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. Cause I got that boom, boom that all the boys shakes and all the right junk and all the right places. I see the man. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome into the show. We know that shit ain't real. I am looking to crack that bass, crack that bass, and get get all that junk. All right, I need all I need all that dill there, Bubba Joe. Welcome into the show. <laughs> uh, thank you for the request in the chat. I appreciate it very much. Good afternoon and welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, where here on the stage of Talking Trek, we try to keep all of our DJs clothed, which is a... I have something to say. Oh, no. <laughs> Put that like button. Hit... Wait, that's a like button? I don't think that's a like button. No, I don't. Mm. I, don't, I, don't I don't. Listen, you did much better with the subscribe button. <laughs> you did much better with that one. Bubba Joe, welcome in. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you being here. So you heard the intro to the second segment. Uh, it's all about that bass. Bubba well, Joe, tell me why you love the bass cracking prime. So, so DJ, I'm going to give you an option, okay? Uh-huh. Based on what we had, what, what we just discussed. All right. Okay? Yes. These three researches are going to come into the game. Uh-huh. Okay. That's that is a fact that cannot be changed. Okay. Do you want them all to be free to play 
or all of them to be paid? You know, how you feel about the Disco Prime is actually how I feel about the Bass Cracking Prime. I don't think it should exist. It doesn't have a counter. You know, when ROM came out, Crass was the counter. So you could crew for that. This is one of those things where there's no counter. Oh, come on, DJ. In a couple of months, they're going to release a prime that says the attacker skips the first couple of rounds. The battle will start on round three. DJ, I think think you're forgetting what the developer note said. Oh, yeah. It was about pawn. (laughs) It just... Let me uh, let me respectfully tell you that you are wrong. Whoever wrote the note about pawn, sorry, you're incorrect. Let's let's counter a chance with guaranteed. You you're know? wrong. Okay, pawn was not the problem. Well, pawn was yeah, a problem. Also- it was not the problem because he was proc chance. Truthfully, if you really wanted to get messing with defenses like that you've got issues with yuki to be honest with you the bold defense is more reliable than the ocean defense with pawn all right so listen maybe the ocean defense smacks a little bit harder but it also has a chance of not working all right the bold defense if you were gonna do something like that the bold defense probably needed the attention on it all right but but even then even then, wait, hang on a second. You're telling me that players were surviving round one, not firing themselves, taking all the weapon shots and all the platform shots with no shields. What are you talking about? You're talking about Pawn. I'm talking, no, I'm talking about Harrison and Yuki. That, that's what I just said. The bigger concern should be the the bold piece of this. The the Yuki, the Harrison, that should be the bigger piece. Well, this stops Harrison too. Well, it does. Yeah. And okay, so Yuki's going to subtract your shields for the first two rounds even though you're not hitting them. If you've survived to round 3, then sure Yuki's going to have an effect, but it doesn't matter what Yuki does if you don't survive to round 3. And again, what I said the other day when this came out is I'm okay with the concept of this prime. Okay, truthfully, I'm okay with them trying to balance PVP station combat. I really am. All right? Well, I, 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 I I said I'm, I'm, I said I, agree. I said the same trying to balance Yeah, I said the same thing in the developer chat. I'm not against this idea, but I think this particular prime is A, too powerful, and B, shouldn't have been a prime in the first place. (laughs) It is a waffle. So it's too powerful, and you want everyone to have it? No. I don't want anyone to have this version of it. I think every... No, no, no. No, no, no. you said... That it's too powerful and it shouldn't be a prime. If it shouldn't yes. be a prime, that means it's available to everyone. It's too powerful still. You can have one and still have the other. They're not mutually exclusive. Okay? This prime, the, the, this research is not designed well. And it certainly wasn't implemented well. If you're going, well, Ripper has been talking about this for weeks. If you're going to provide balance, engaging mechanics, then they need to be available and not paywalled. If you're going to balance, that would be like, oh, like stealing money. 
money from a baby. It's like stealing money from a baby. My God, couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> I know you said that. That's better than I could have said it. I mean, seriously, so, though. So, DJ, we don't disagree on this point. This was not a well-thought-out crime. It was in response to something really stupid. It was not something that Scopely needed to do. And it overshot the target by miles. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. There's a, I'm glad that we a, actually agree I've, on that. I've used this, I've used this joke, and I want to use it again because I love this show so much. In West Wing, uh, which is a show from the 90s, for mm -hmm. those of you who have not heard of it. I have heard of it. Uh, they're testing, they're testing uh, some sort of ballistic missile defense thing. And it, you know, it had nine objectives. The ninth objective obviously being hit at the target, and it missed the target. And they go, uh, well, how far did it miss? And the general's like, oh, we got to process the data. So how far did it miss? And he goes, 137. The chief of staff looks at the president and goes, 137 feet? And the, the general goes, no, 137 miles. <laughs> Which is an absurd amount to miss something by until you realize that if the if the thing that was hitting the target was on the ground beneath the target, it would have only been 12 miles away. The thing they were shooting was only 12 miles in the air and they missed it by 137 miles. Okay. That's how I think Scopely overshot this. They missed it by 137 miles. If they'd have left the thing they were trying to hit on the ground, they'd have been closer to hitting what they were trying to do than, than what they ended up doing. This thing is absolutely um is absolutely just an overreaction to here's what i think happened okay a dev got in the game tried to crack someone's base they <laughs> hit it three times they never fired a weapon shot in, in nine total rounds and said well i'm gonna fix that <laughs> i have no speculation <laughs> speculation i have no evidence that that happened but that's what this feels like because this is not something that people were yelling. I'm sure there were people that are like, oh, this is stupid. I don't like this. I don't like the chance. But fine. But it was not something that people were ter like crying about saying, this has to be changed. This has to be fixed. I've heard more people talk about how my criticals go to zero when I'm attacking a base, and I think that's stupid. That... I hear a lot of. I didn't hear hardly anybody talking about how Pawn was preventing them from firing for three rounds. And so this is such a massive overreaction to a non-problem, or at least not the primary problem with attacking bases. And it just like I it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes so this sense one to me. makes no sense to me oh, sure as much does. as the disco one doesn't make sense. This makes sense because in true scopely form. Okay, they look at a problem here, quote unquote, hear the community and do the exact opposite of what needs to be done as if and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. It's as if they don't understand the mechanics of their own game. All right. And, and I mean that I mean that legitimately, sincerely. And not attackingly. I mean that as, as friendly and polite and courteous as I can, but consistently. Bubba, we could name six pieces of feedback-based change. My finger quotes are in the air. Six pieces of feedback-based change that have happened this year alone that did not address the problem. They are either unwilling or incapable 
of problem solving the problem mechanics within their own game. That can either mean that they don't want to or that they don't understand the cause and effect that happens inside their own game. Okay? There's no other explanation. Let's say this is just intended to counter pawn. Okay? And first off, I know how to counter pawn. He doesn't work when docked at your base. Boom. He's fixed. But let's just say that you wanted to counter him. Okay? With a research. Okay? What would have been accepted? I... uh... I am in favor of not allowing, oh boy, this is going to be dangerous speak. I would be in favor. I'm trying to get the community to turn on you after the first segment. So. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. You got to be careful with this, right? Because if you say that Pond can't work in station defense, then really truthfully, neither should Harrison, neither should probably Yuki, uh, because they all are serious well, detrimental effects. Okay. I you're not going to get an argument for me, and I think that all of those are valid, and I yeah. think that that's something that they need to look at. But they're not going to, so we're not going to do that. So let's just say, what is it that they should have done? What is it that they should have done? Right. Because um, I think there's a pretty simple fix that they could have done that would have made yes, this so that it was at least on freaking pa- on power. Put a freaking floor on critical damage of 100. percent Simple. Well. Okay, so that's obviously one piece. But then that doesn't do anything, right? That's the same as saying all your shots are regular shots, right? And not having criticals at all. I actually would have put a chance on the research triggering. Yeah. And not made it pay You have a 60% chance of having the attacker not fire. That's it. It's simple. Like, it's not a guarantee you have the same chance to have it trigger as they have to have pawn trigger. Maybe you have a slightly better chance because they have the advantage of having more ships in the platforms and things like that. Are you? So maybe you have a slightly better chance. Are you saying that you believe the pawn defense is superior and what players should be using? Because I don't use pawn. What if I don't use pawn? I think I think the superior defense is to use a shield. <laughs> All right, fair. Uh, that's fine. Um. <sighs> But if they perceive that to be an a disproportionately powerful counter or defense, and that was the thing they felt they needed to counter, then this research should have had an approximately the same, maybe slightly better so that they can sell it, chance, and not 100% chance. I think that's the change. And then, and then I'm less upset about this. Now, the problem is is that the people that just buy whatever, are they going to register the fact that this is the same chance that the defense had? And are they going to loot, you know, jump on it and say, oh, yes, this is what I want, even though there's only a percent chance of working? Or are they going to fall back to a secondary justifiable position that Scopely's RNG is garbage? And I don't want to buy something that relies on garbage. So I think that there's because their RNG is garbage, it's hard to justify selling something directly that relies on chance. Hey, we're back to talking about forbidden technology. Yeah. So I think that that is I think that's their 
they didn't have a way to fix this without it looking like it was going to still be crap. But I think that the correct move would have been... I think the correct move would have still been to give it a percent chance to trigger. And then you have the percent chance to trigger the defense and a percent chance to trigger the offense. Fine. Make it a percent chance, but don't make it a prime. Give it a percent chance in the research, but don't make it prime. Don't sell it. My Why? Because every action in this game deserves an opportunity at counter through gameplay. So you would like the ability to be able to lower my shields? With the exception of offline. I'm talking active gameplay, Bubba Joe. I am actively in the game right now, and my shields are up. I should not be allowed to do that. You should be able to lower them. You are contrary today. No, I'm not talking. But Oliver, God bless. Ac I told you actually, to put on clothes. God. <laughs> actually, Bubba, I do, have a, do, I do have an opinion on that. But Pull up your chair. Goodness gracious. So I'm just saying, DJ, that not everything in the game has to have a counter. There are things in the game that don't. Okay. There are things in the game that are a given and a fixed and do not have to have a counter. And I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Now, I didn't like the bold defense to begin. In fact, I slept through a couple of the podcasts while I was on stage <laughs> that you were talking about the bold defense and the ocean defense and the whatever else defense. Okay. Because I always thought that was stupid because this was this was disproportionately powerful. You could not, with equivalent op ships, break into one of those defenses. To me, that was a that was something that needed to be fixed. That needed to be addressed. Okay? So I didn't really care about all these defenses you guys were coming up with because they were always going to be fixed. Because they were disproportionately powerful against similar ops players. It was a now, real to burn all over again. Correct. Now, the fact that they could defend against someone who was four or five levels ops higher than them, sure. But they couldn't defend against the 60? Fine, whatever. I don't really care. But the problem is, is that they were it there was an imbalance to base defense versus trying to be a base offensive. Something like this was always going to come. And I'm not overly upset that they want to try and monetize it. Now, do I think that they should have made other adjustments and then this could have been something else? Maybe, but they're never going to do that because they hate to actually fix the game. They don't want to fix the game. They just want to pile on some new piece of content that just advances the game a quantum step forward, whether that's something like Freeman, whether it's something like this Prime, like, that's all they know how to do. They don't know how to look at and fix the game. Hey, have you not read the developer notes on the new Primes? Hey, we no, want to balance have. the game by charging you a couple hundred bucks. It's Hunter. There was never any chance that G6 was not going target. to be crap. <laughs> um, okay. Wow, there's so, a lot to unpack no, so here. DJ, I think that I think that I agree with you. This prime didn't need to happen, but there was going to come something to fix base defense because base defense was disproportionately powerful compared to what you could bring in offense without being two or three tiers up in terms of ship capability. And that's just a reality. That was a problem. Okay. 
If I was, was it a ops- problem because of Bajoran favors or because of the bold defense? It was a problem that needed to be fixed. Do you think that a player active in the game, online, playing, deserves no counter to your powerful ship? I believe. So let's let's take that question a little bit differently. Do I believe that I should have free reign to crack a 60, a similar power 60? No. Okay. Do I think that as a 60, bringing my tier 10 Dideridex to your ops 54 base, that I should have a pretty significant advantage in cracking you? Yes, I do. Advantage? Fine. And you do a walk right on in and help yourself to my cookies card? No. No, we're back talking about the primes. No, we're not. No, because I can kill your Dideridex with my active defense, which, by the way, survives one shot. That's it. I have to actively play. It is actual gameplay. It's not something that that makes me uncrackable. If I'm offline, you're still in. It is an active defense. Requires me to press buttons in real time. You don't think I deserve that chance to play with you? Sure. And you have that chance. By throwing a shield? That's not playing. That's not engaging with you as a player. That's boring. That is throw a shield and walk away. Like, that's not Well, you know what I'd like to be able to do? I'd like to be able to have each of my ships attack a quadrant of her base and attack them simultaneously. Can't do that in the game either, can I? That'd be great! Well, they wanted to do that at some point. I would love that type of PvP. I've been calling for it for a long time because the other side of that coin is that five players could gang up on your level 10 Dideradex and actually kill it. How would you feel about that? What I'm saying, DJ, is that you are supposed to lose to a higher ops player. Your base is all, if you're using the Boulder Ocean defense, your base is all but impenetrable without a shield to someone at your ops level. So we're back to the game being pay to win. Like, that's what you that want it to be. That's what you want it to, to be. Change. Delisle, I do not want Wales to be invincible. No. DJ it, wants it, Wales to be defeated by Ops 35 players. I want a chance to play. That's it. And by the then way. level up and get bigger ships. Oh, Bubba. That, that, that violates the core of everything you and I have ever fought for in this game. This is oh, not no. it's things a that you pay. Have, you have fought for. This is not a, this should not be a who has the biggest credit card wins the game. It okay, should so not be. DJ, this has been the game you have been playing for five years. Not necessarily because player derived inventions like the bold defense, like the ocean defense actually give me an opportunity to play with you. DJ, DJ, if you want to go play a game where every ship is about the same power and it doesn't matter which ship you bring, this ship has an advantage against this ship, this one an advantage against this one, this one has an advantage against that one, but they're all roughly the same power, that's not this game and it never has been. 
I'm not talking about going head-to-head with your Dederodex in open space. I'm talking about in certain scenarios where I am the defendant towards from your aggression that I have an opportunity to defend myself. I don't think that is too much to ask. If you're taking two different things. I'm saying that the Bolden Ocean defense is all but impenetrable to someone of your ops level. Someone at a higher ops level should be able to crack you. That's always the way it has been. That's this game. You're not trying to play this game. You don't want that? Then shield. But that has always been the way this game has worked. Hmm. Always. That is true. So do we want this game to be a strategy game? Do we want actual gameplay or do we just want a clicker game? It is whoa, 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 a strategy Did DJ game. just say, do we want actual gameplay? You're becoming me. <laughs> I mean, at least what little bit of gameplay we could actually get in this game was available and provided utility. And Scopely has effectively removed that. Like, listen, I don't know why anybody is surprised that I'm frustrated about this. First of all, they F PVP. All right, I'm going to get pissed here for a minute. They F up PVP. All right, that is something I love about the game. It's boned. It's borked. It's over. It's done. They F'd it. Now, the only other time that I've got any kind of advantage in PVP is when somebody big flies at my base. And now they F that too. Scopely is taking every bit of intelligent gameplay, any possible amount of strategy that can be employed in this game, and they're removing it in favor of whoever has the biggest freaking credit line. And it's bull. It's I bull. Do agree. I, do, I do agree with Bubba that, you know, like lower level players, you know, should should be able to get cracked. Should that happen with just one attack? Probably not necessarily, I don't think. And moreover, we're talking about defenses that require active play. Okay? Oliver, God, for God's sakes, go put on some clothes. <laughs> we're talking about gameplay that is active bubba it means that i can survive one time once is that so freaking much to ask because guess what the second shot you're in if i'm not there or i am not actively playing or i am we not were just talking about how you are actively playing so you repair and they don't get to raid that is not first of all if i'm online and i want to play with you what's the difference between hitting that and a shield there is no difference except that it costs you something for attacking me any other game like right now my boys are playing clash of clans with me right like I, and I know this is a really old game, and I'm just now starting to play it for like the very first time. If I go and attack somebody, Bubba, and I win, I get trophies. If I go and attack somebody and I lose, I lose trophies. I am penalized for being the aggressor that could not finish the job. You should be the same. You can also win against someone who has spent more money in Clash of Clans, actually. By deploying your troops correctly and sure. having a good 
Yes, actual strategy. Now, I'm not claiming that that a younger player deserves invincibility, but Bubba, we're talking about one shot. You mean to tell me that you are fundamentally against a younger player having the ability to defend against you with one attack? One. That's all we're talking about. Because back in the day with the Enterprises and the Augers, people had to hump bases for 30 minutes to crack them. And well, you, you are upset. Well, you go back far enough, you couldn't ever crack them before. Okay. And now you're no, literally, mad. The base would be at negative health and they wouldn't crack. That's fair. Okay. Also a bug. But now you're mad that I can't survive one shot? DJ, what I'm saying is that if you are trying to defend against a significantly powerful player, you should not have the ability to blow up their ship. God, disagree, 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 disagree. That's, if that's the case, game. if that's that the case, is what this game is, if that's the case, you should only be able to hit 58 through 62. Perfect. I'm no soul. Do it. Okay. okay. I'm 100% okay with that. Let's make that change. <clears throat> Scopely, you got two choices here today, okay? You can, you can appease this godlike mentality that exists in the game because of, uh, uh, of my ability to outspend somebody, or you can fix your stupid effing game because this is the kind of crap that happens. This is the kind of conversation that happens. This is the kind of frustration that people actually get passionate and angry about. You wanted Krujitsu, and you're taking it away. Your own words. You wanted strategy and balance in PvP. Okay, remove 60s hitting 35s. Perfect. Done. Problems fixed. I'm 100% on board with the PvP bracket you just nominated. 60 can hit 58 to 62. Done. We're, the, we're, problem, the problem with that is that you would have nobody to play against. The only way you get to do that is if you're on a, a completely open world system. To be, to be clear, 60s can only hit 39s. Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. That's still hey, two hey, generations. We, we still need the accuracy. Not that people listening that you don't know think oh, I'm 35 and 60 can. Okay, 39s, whatever. It's still two generations of ship, guys. That's a yeah. G3 ship versus a G5. Okay. I, I, do, I do genuinely think a 60 should definitely only be able to hit. At, like if 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 they want to be stupid, G five only. One generation agreed. But they should not because the, the the way the power scaling works, it's like that's not. First of all, that's completely non-linear. It's just exponential power growth across the generations, which is you know, fubar. But then you can't you can't mix G four in there. They they just die. And so, and for the record, let me also say. How many times have you guys seen me on stream during incursions with an ocean defense where I still get scooped? How many times have you guys seen that happen? Because it happens all the time. It is defeatable. It allowed me one shot. 
I don't think that that is too much. I really don't. Ooh, it's getting hot Next in month here. is going to be fun. Next month. <laughs> Only if they don't get the math right. I still think they can do oh. it right. Oh, there's so much more, DJ. There's so much more. <laughs> you so much we've got to take a break final thoughts on the other side of this break Bubba Joe I didn't mean to to, to shout you down you your, your, your opinion is is heard I don't think it's wildly accepted all right uh but that that doesn't mean that you're alone in that sentiment um I just the, the I just point- wish that this game can actually get back to real gameplay. I want, you know, it's never been that. It game was today. when it, when no, it was G3. It was yes. When it was it G3, was never that game, not this game in G3, it was never it was, that game. It was balanced. You had players, it was never that game. You had players that could go further. All right. Then like you might've had a, I might've had a Voclis and you might've had an enterprise, but there were still, gaps and strategies and things to use within that generation i'm telling you the biggest f up this game ever made was g4 you know what dj i remember a time when people were trying to fight with the triangle and the enterprise kept winning Mm-hmm. with and against the triangle because the enterprise was ridiculous because of the shield regen ability that you're talking one ship though out of nine okay and i'm talking about how the game has never been that game. The game has always been the higher ops player has a significant advantage and has been that way since the last time they majorly changed base rating. Uh, even before that, when they had the original jelly, if you could pay, you, if you got that jelly, you were a king of the ca- king of the castle. Uh, not against the triangle. Tala would beat it. <laughs> The Taliban. You, you, you were wiping. You were wiping some ships, dude. You were for sure. You were killing a lot of ships, but but that that Talon could beat it. True. I w- I would agree. Probably the Bubba's right. That that was why the Augur was was messed up because the Enterprise could could always win. So, yeah. Wham says pre G three epic. Game was pretty daggone good. I, th- I think I agree with that. Anyway, we got to so take a break. So for about six months, the game was good. <laughs> well, it could have been well, a year. For being a Star Trek game, I don't. I'm not surprised that the Enterprise is focused on it. Why wouldn't that be the, the focus of an, a Star Trek game? Sure, yeah, but we, we, it was a DJ, you gotta go. Let's take the break. Yeah, I gotta take a break. Yeah, I got to stop at five o'clock because Oliver's got soccer. And as you can see, he's still naked. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take our <laughs> final break. Uh, when we return, final thoughts on the roller coaster that has been this show where we address none really of the topics on the list. <laughs> Actually, I guess we kind of did. Uh, we'll get your final thoughts on the other side of the break. My name is ultimate DJs. This is talking Trek live star Trek fleet commands official podcast uh, for one more day uh, until they hear me ranting about, you know, the game being an effed up mess. So it's been nice knowing you.
Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Garlic Garlic Tablets. Go ahead and pronounce it the fancy French way. It still makes your sweat stink like garlic. Welcome back to Can You Pick It? Your favorite seasonal game show where contestants try to guess which obnoxious fruits you can or cannot waste a full day on. <laughs> Let's get started now with the final round with Nancy. Hello, Nancy. Hi there. Okay, Nancy. This is for an all-expense-paid weekend to some random farm in the middle of nowhere you'll love and your entire family will absolutely loathe. Ooh, that sounds lovely. Nancy, can you pick... Kiwis. Mm. Now keep in mind, Nancy, if you win, you get to wear one of those stupid wide-brim hats, horse boots, even though you don't ride horses, and take plenty of pictures to post on Instagram. I'm going to say, yes, you can pick kiwis. Correct! Congratulations, Nancy. Unfortunately for your husband and two kids, you can pick Kiwis. Enjoy that getaway. I'm sure there's no big football games that weekend. (laughs) We'll be right back. You loved all five of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Everyone see that because I will not be doing it again. That's right, Jack Sparrow, because now it's time for a new spinoff. Pirates of the San Francisco Bay. Begin in Oakland, where the threat of pirates ransacking boats and marinas has risen to a new level. Prepare yourself for swashbuckling action as California pirates steal whatever the heck they can. If you were waiting for the opportune moment, that was it. But they better be careful, because if they get caught, they'll have to walk the plank. You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But knowing San Fran, they'll be released from custody immediately. So we can have a sequel. Pirates of the San Francisco Bay, coming soon to a dock near you. Under the alcohol with the steamboats, ancient goblins and wallows. Come at the grand light making a sound. The smell of death is on the rail. And at night when the cold wind blows. No one cares, nobody knows I don't want to be buried in a big cemetery I don't want to live my life again Welcome back, everybody. I don't want to be buried in a big cemetery I don't want to I know. I, uh, have you guys, has anybody gone and watched the, uh, brand new Bloodlines movie that just came out? Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Uh, Bubba, have you, uh, at, you like going to the movies. Have you been to the movies here lately? Have you seen anything good happening here recently? I have not. Dude, I, have- I 
actually really liked the Pet Cemetery Bloodlines movie. And by the way, it's streaming now. Um, that's probably going to be a no for me, dog. Really? You don't like... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a no for me, dog. You don't like scary movies? I do not. It's Spooktober, man. It's all about scary movies this month. Um, uh, my my scary movie was uh, Harry Potter for this this month. <laughs> I watched the Harry Potter movies. Oh for man, I've watched a couple of good ones. I watched uh, the original Pet Cemetery. Then I watched the Pet Cemetery from like 2019, and then I watched um, the Pet Cemetery Bloodlines because uh, they were all three online. So I watched all three of those. Those were great. And then. Um, one of uh, one of the streamers I follow on Twitch actually had a movie night, and we watched Smile. That was creepy. Has anybody seen Smile? Smile <laughs> was great. What a great story! Whoa! And fun fact: DJ has actually subbed a day on Bloodlines. That was a fun little production. Did you? You got to work on Bloodlines? Yeah, just a day, but it was pretty cool. That was cool, man. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that actually was a cool prequel. Like I, I'm not normally a big fan of stuff like that, but that story was actually good. It respected the original, um, and it was it was a new story. It was kind of you know an or not even an origin story really. It kind of was, um, but no, it was really good. But smile, oh my god, that was that gives me shivers down my spine. That was a creepy, scary movie. All right, what? You want to watch a really scary movie? Yeah, uh, watch we, the Flash. Wait, what? That's, you want to watch a not, really scary movie? Watch not, The Flash. What? Over-exaggerated. I thought it was fine. I liked The Flash movie. Uh, and it was I also okay. highly recommend Talk to uh, Me if you're looking for a, a unique little story. That's a fun little horror flick. Talk to me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I want to I wanna find... I like scary movies. I like scary movies in, in Spooktober. Yeah. D do you get scared? I can't, dude. Smile freaked me out. I ain't gonna lie. That movie was really. That movie was a little bit freaky, man. I ain't gonna lie. I think. I think I've been. I think I, I would, I've been damaged. Um, <laughs> I, I don't get. No, no, no. I don't. I don't get scared because I. I watched like mature rated movies when I was like four. <laughs> yeah, that might desensitize you a little bit. All right, listen. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get together. Uh, this week or something. I don't know when we could do it, but maybe maybe we can do a Discord movie night. Apparently, that's a big thing. Streamers do those a lot. Is that a big thing? You guys, is our, I is think it... that there's rights issues. Oh, there's a new Exorcist movie. A too. lot of people do Discord movie nights. I didn't know if that was a thing or not. Oh yeah, no, a bunch of people do. I mean, I would have assumed there was like you know rights issues, but you know whatever. I mean, there's no Everybody's recording of it. it. I mean. It's no Listen. different than you having a movie in your house and a bunch of friends coming over, is it? Um, it's uh, very uh, different since <laughs> you make money from streaming. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't no, stream no, no, it. No, 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 no. You can't stream it. You put it in Discord. No. It's a Discord movie night. You can't put it on a platform. Yeah. Oh, you just okay. hang out yeah. in Discord and um, someone streams the movie and people watch. I mean, that's still technically not allowed, but, you yeah. know, there's no judge. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, and on Twitch, you can do it. You actually can with Amazon. Amazon has a thing called now called Group Watch. Um, which we could we could do hmm. something. I don't, maybe we should maybe we should get. It's yeah, probably only stuff that's on Prime. So, be so can we? Don't they? Can we? Can we circle this back around, DJ? Because okay. I'd like to finish off on this. You're oh my to god! Go, yeah, and I have I'd to like leave. To spend a couple minutes. Hey, time okay. to go, everybody. I uh, appreciate you guys all being here. Show's over. Gotta go. Bubba Joe's wrong as always. I'm kidding. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bubba. Serious talk. Five minutes.
When you, I, you I won't say anything. You want a strategic game. You want a strategy game. You want a strategy game where you can pick a crew to counter my crew, your ship to counter my ship. You can you can overtake. If I have a bad crew, you can send a lesser ship. You you want a strategy game. Well, guess what? So do I. This game has not been a strategy game for about four years, and that's unfortunate. Okay, so you okay. agree with me that G3 was the strategy game. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think that the epics were a problem. I think up until the epics, it was definitely a strategy. So how do you propose they're going to roll back that clock? Oh, they can't. Because basically everything forward of that is a problem. I get that. Uh, But they they are certainly capable of of stop making it worse, Bubba. They are. No, that's the problem is they can't make it worse. Oh, but they are. They are making it worse every day. It's getting worse. Yes, that's all they can do because of the path they put themselves on. But you said they can't make it worse. I'm sorry. Is that what I said? (laughs) That is what you said. They can't do anything but make it worse. That's the only thing they can do is make it worse. I think Uh, that they could start. The the ship of this ever being balanced or going back to the way it was in in early G3 up to... Epics that ship has Triple Tom a very long making time all the primes free to play does not fix this issue. Mm-hmm. No, this is an issue of the way that they've scaled the ships, the way they've scaled the classes, the way that they've completely imbalanced things. Like, even if you were to open up every piece of research, every piece of forbidden technology, and every prime that is currently paid open and made it so it was all of it was grindable. There would still be a massive imbalance. Yeah. Okay. The the what, the baseline power. You cannot rebalance this game. The baseline power of ships. Actually, there is something super drastic that you could do. You know, not. But they would have to. They would have to practically redesign the game. You can super buff G three, and you can buff G four, and you can leave G five alone, so that they're all relatively like kind of generationally in line a little bit but then you'd have to rebalance the entire pve experience and that'll be good for about two weeks well i was gonna say probably but i think it'd be good for longer than that but you you, can you can't absolutely rebalance but then you also have to fundamentally change the approach you take for the future going forward yeah that's why bubba says it'll last two weeks because as soon as they sell more content they're gonna foobar it again because they don't know how to do it and which every ounce of evidence has shown us that scopely is either unwilling or incapable of doing it i'm not i'm not saying which one it is but it's either of those two right so i agree we agree dj i want a strategy game i would love for pvp to go back to the way it was before strike team pre-honor guard wharf even yeah like that is something i want Okay, I want there to be strategy. I do not want the state of the game as it exists today. Yeah. So you can either not play the game in the way it exists today, or you can saddle up and enjoy the parts of the game that you enjoy. And if there are no more parts of the game that you enjoy, then you need to take a serious look as to what you are doing. And that's not trying to tell people that all the people have to quit, and that's not saying you need to quit because PvP is borked and it may never be fixed, and hopefully it will be, but we don't know. I'm saying that there are things to accept in this game. There are things that have come out in the last 60 days that we've liked. Okay. You may not like, and I may not like the sourcing of the Maldivine, but the Maldivine is a fantastic ship. Okay. I agree. That the loop is good. The refinery is good. The ship is good. All of that is good. 
Okay, they can do things that are good and still have a game that is borked. And if that's not good enough for a player and a player is going to not enjoy the game, even though there is enjoyable content, then I get it. Then this isn't going to be the game for you. We can hope and 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 wish and and talk to them and say, hey, this is a way that you can improve this game if you can just pursue it. But there are things that are going to be fundamentally imbalanced in this game. And that's just the way that the, that's the model they have built. Yeah. And so if that's a problem for you, then that's something you either have to either accept or just move on from because there are things that aren't going to change. And there are things that are. I would love for a more strategic game, but I'm not holding my breath for it happening. It's a fair enough and good solid wrap up given the time that we've got because folks, I got to go. Uh, Bubba, very lively debate today. I do appreciate it. Uh, and I sure. I like the fact that I wasn't the big bad big bad villain today. Uh, it was totally you. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for there that. There were definitely everything more went... people in the comments that hated me than, than hated you. That is for everything sure. went according to plan today, Bubba. Great and job. And we didn't even get to the prime that we might even agree on. Which was the crit chance one? So, no. we'll save that for another time. Wait, which prime? Because I don't like the crit the, chance one. The either. last one. The crit chance the one? The crit chance one. I mean, nope. I, I, again. You need to go. We're going to okay. start a conversation. You need to go. <laughs> All right. We are going to go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very, very much for being here. Uh, thank you all. Uh, listen, I do want to very quickly. I, I'm going to read this. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet uh, because, oops, wrong button. Uh, I have to read the winners. We did our $2,000 Partner Plus giveaway last night, and uh, I want to read the names. That way, because I haven't sent them their official notifications yet. So uh, I want to read those names for people who uh, are from this community who won prizes last night from our last 90-day Twitch Partner Plus giveaway. Ape 13, Captain Q, Coldbane, Black Wolf, Fredu, uh, Galen, the Aardvark guy, Christopher Kroll, Star Fox, Wilhelm, and Gruffa. Thank you guys. Those were our 11 winners. Bubba Joe Gruffa won $1,000 in STFC packs. He was Dang. the grand prize winner. So How you know, interesting. My code name is Gruffa. Oh, is it? Is it? Okay. Well, you don't need it, Mr. Whale. You're, I still got like 10 researches to do. <laughs> That'll cost him about $4,000 each, guys. All right. There you go, Mr. Whaley Pants. All right, guys. Thank you all so very much. I really do appreciate it. Congratulations to our 11 winners uh, and Gruffa, especially our grand prize winner, 1000 Dollars in SDFC packs. What an amazing, amazing prize. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thanking you for tuning in to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and also inviting you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to our Twitch, you can find links to our uh, YouTube, you can find links to our merch store, you can find links to just about everything, including our Gold Patron program, where you can contribute up to, uh, well, anything, really, down to $5 a month just to turn your name gold here in our Discord. Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Lyle, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, j 
Hamburg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, it's Hunter, Tigor, Cruzita, Red Susie, Hank, Ape, TJ, Gripsy, 101, Late Nighter, Lightboy, Chloe, Pilos, Cat Guy, Zalvinar, Ensign, Morale, Kim, Stormbringer, Bayonetta, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Purr, 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 Jet Ski, Papa, Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack, Vanium, Scorpionus, Archer, and Hani, Indominus, Casey Jones, DJ is Talos, BFF, Crowning Break, Canine Tooth, Surtail, Ward, A Fox, Judge Cred, G Force, Baminkas, Captain Q, Garrett, Game Junior, Admiral, and Water, Cha Cha, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, Ward Hunt, once more whips. I got the update there. I was gonna, uh, seven of nine, Jagged Nebigo, Fultelli, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furbanks, Dr. Link, Clueless Ones, Kidsoid, Alexa, Bath, Welch, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, DJs wants all the Forbidden Tech, Web, Balabomb, King of 101, Primal Fear, Medic 213, J Babes, Dark Knight, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, Spectre, Yukai, Nego, Diva, Dorsal, Oster, 90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Dragon Pirate, Shoopster, Griffin, Mean Bean, Thomas, Everywhere It Matters, Mid Strangler, Matt, Scott, Shinora, Evil Dragonfly, and Gradumicated are brand spanking new members of the Gold Patron Program, contributing $10 or more per month to get your name read as a recognized patron, only $5 to turn your name gold in our Discord. Thank you for supporting Talking Track. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, minute. Catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody.